you can actually head over to bet online and place some money down on the odds for as far as who is going to be the next head coach for the Washington Commanders. And if you head over to bet online, use the code believe B L E A V to get yourself 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Well, we've talked about the ones who aren't coming. Now it's time to talk Why about we put the him ones on there. There's, who, there's other ones for the audio listeners because we do stream this live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, and then we yeah. put it out on the audio for the ones who get to watch this visually. Yes, I put Quinn as the front runner here because that's the one we're hearing the most about. You hear well, John Kime talk about it. You hear, yes, locally is what I I, sh- I will put the little asterisks there for you, Stoner. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, Kime no, has no. talked about it. You've you've heard uh, um, Logan Paulson talk praise about it. You've heard now he that the media says that, oh, he was one of the top three head coaching candidates this cycle and people love him around the league and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. There might be there might some be actual fire there. So we're gonna go over the rest of these hires that are still out there on the market and talk about whether or not Washington is settling if they take them. There are there's one candidate in particular that I do not think they'd be settling with, even mm. though the fan base set would think that that was not the top option. You're wrong, Nathan. No matter who they they sign at this point, they're absolutely settling. They wanted Ben Johnson, and if they couldn't get Ben Johnson, they wanted Mike McDonald, period. And they didn't get either one. So, yes, they are settling. That, that Those two are my 1A and 1B, so you're yeah. not wrong on right. that. I think the fan base, though, what we want, what we perceive, and there was an – I, th- I think I saw that the article came out in December, was it, that Johnson was going to come out to Washington, or maybe it was mid-January, and everybody kind of ran with that, just sure. assumed that that was going to be the case. And you you heard about but Schefter even tried telling us, hey, I don't think that's a done deal. Mm-hmm. And it ended up not being. So Schefter, who's not a local beat reporter, he gets a lot of hate, and I understand it, especially the way that the former owner used to purposely mm-hmm. – purposely leak things through Schefter rather than go to the local reporters, but he has contacts all over. He knows things. He's able to dig into those things and people come to him with that information. And so that there was some certain, certainly some fire there. Now Schefter hasn't exactly said that Quinn here, Dan Quinn is going to be the next head coach for Washington. He's not come out there and said that, which thank goodness, because out of all the coaching, the rest of the candidates here, Yes, even Eric Bieniemy, Quinn is the one I don't want. Hmm. I, I will be. That? Why is that? Because so, this is going to come as a shock to you, and I'll, I want you to answer that. Both of y'all to answer because I think Trev's probably in that same boat. Of yeah. all these people left, yeah, he's my number one. Yeah, of course, unless yeah. unless yeah. you're <laughs> unless Vrabel is considered part of that. Although yeah. Vrabel is Vrabel has never been. Um, uh, reported to have been uh, interviewed. He may have been interviewed as I don't know if this is true or not. I haven't been able to figure it out, but you have to report if you're going to interview a coach who has a job, but you don't have to report if you're going to interview a coach who doesn't have a job and Mike Vrabel does not have a job. 
Same, that's the reason why I didn't have to to note whether or not they've actually interviewed Harbaugh as well, because that that rules only for NFL positions. People are holding an NFL. Okay, position. right, right. But I'm saying that maybe they have interviewed Vrabel. I don't know. But anyway, uh, Dan Quinn's my number one, and I'll explain why. But I want to know from both of you why he's not your, uh, why he's your least favorite, and you even have Eric Bieniemy ahead of him. For for me, because I was the one who kicked this off, I'll give Trev a little bit of time to process and think what he's trying to say here. Yeah. Okay. For me, when it comes to Dan Quinn, I don't see the success that he had in in Atlanta, which he had two successful years there. So three of the years he was there, he was not successful. Uh, his career record right now hovers just above five hundred. And I did compare him to the likes of some other retreads because I'm not afraid of him being a retread. I'll say that. Okay. Okay. Because that was one I had to get over myself because it was Mm -hmm. like, why not? Because there are successful head coaches out there that are retreads. You know, Reed is a retread. McCarthy, as much as I don't like McCarthy, he has been successful. Mm -hmm. uh, But a retread. Belichick was a retread. You had, um, he just got... Carol, Pete Carroll was a retread. So that like the retread thing, I think is overplayed when it comes to that. What I don't see when I, when I see Dan Quinn is I don't see again, that success in Atlanta was messed up by, or is, is spoiled by the years that he wasn't successful okay. as a plan for offensive coordinator, because everyone wants to pin it on, well, Kyle Shanahan left and that's why he started sucking. And he's like, well, now I know why things were bad and now I know how to fix it. That's not good enough for me when you were really bad. He's also not a specialty coach to me. And I know that attracts you. You want that CEO, you know, type coach where they don't have to look over the defense or they don't have to look over the offense. But when I see Dan Quinn, even though he's a defensive coordinator and he's had some success as defensive coordinator, I don't see him as one of the like which is out there like bags again is in the news as being one of the best defensive coordinators because he's just had success after success after success name the top defenses that Quinn has led in comparison to some of the other ones wink Martindale is another one where he's just had success after success you Quinn hasn't had that he's had good defenses he had the Legion of Boom. His team did just get booted out of the uh, the uh, first round of the wild card by f- having this team. Uh, they scored 48 on him. Right. And At home. To only, to only give one point to that, he did have Legion of Boom, Boom in Seattle before he came to. And the he last did. three years in, in Dallas, he's had top five defenses all right. three years. But Don't judge him on that one game. Judge but, him on no, ball. absolutely. You can't. Probably. Maybe he's a better coordinator than a head coach. Maybe. And I know people are saying like Ron Rivera 2.0 is not fair. It really is. You can't say that unless you've experienced the Ron Rivera treatment, which we have for four years. I looked up the stats of Dan Quinn. Like Nathan said, he's 43 and 42 in five years as, as a head coach. Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. But all, I just, well, that's, I, that's and all he's a lead, and, and he's and people like him around the NFL and he's a leader of men. Da, 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 da. He's literally this. They said the same thing about Ron Rivera, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter if the wins if it doesn't translate to wins on the field. Ron Absolutely. Rivera is a saint of a man. Let's be honest, he's a great man. 
He's out of a job because he can't get it done. Dan Quinn's probably the same thing as Ron Rivera. Like they, they remind me of each other. Probably yeah. great from the league. He knows he might have an idea of, well, I did this wrong when I was a head coach. Maybe I should do it differently. Well, it's been five years and then some mm-hmm. since you were head coach. So it's not going to be as easy as, as, as you say it is. And third, I'm just, as far as retreads go, I don't want this particular retread because it's not, he hasn't been a successful retread, uh, successful head coach to make you like him as a retread. That's my whole thing. I've seen it done 28 to three. I ain't, I don't care who was responsible for it. It fell on his watch because he lost his job after that to mm. who Raheem Morris, who is now back in Atlanta. That also says something. They could have won if they if Dan Quinn was so great in Atlanta, they could have reached out to him to interview for head coach. What they do, they took the person who took over his spot in Atlanta the first time and now made him the full time head coach. That's just well, you can't, yeah, you can't bring back uh, the same that one. There's there's bringing back a retread and then there's bringing back your retread. You can't can't do that. You go to the well twice and that's that's pretty bad. That's a shame on me uh situation. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not. I'm. I'm over Dan Quinn. Seamus. I appreciate. I appreciate all the concern. <laughs> or, or, you know, I appreciate everybody Listen doing this whole Ron Rivera 2.0 because they both went to a Super Bowl and lost, but overall they had basically a a 500 Same. record. Yes. Uh, that's where the comparisons stop, because Dan Quinn, okay, he was not, and he would not be here. He is not the personnel decision maker, right? Ron Rivera was the person. The reason Ron Rivera's teams were bad is because of who the personnel guy gave to him as players, (laughs) which was Ron Rivera. That's the reason that the teams were so bad is because he couldn't get anybody on this team that was worth a darn. Every good player on this team is from prior to him, other than maybe Brian Robinson and Cosme. And that's about it. So that's where the downfall was. He Dan Quinn is not going to have the personnel decisions here. He will be focused on coaching. And Ron even said he didn't even get to yeah. coach this team until the last right. six games because all the other stuff that was going on with this franchise over the yeah. last four years. Yeah. And that makes sense to me because he was he was involved in giving the, the, the W that you're wearing right now. He's, he was involved in the name Commanders. He was involved in everything. He was involved Dan in a lot Quinn of facets. Dan is not going to do didn't. that. What I have to say about that, I'm this. I'm going to go look back real quick on that. That was an absolute, not just a disaster for Washington. We saw that. But that's also disastrous decision-making on his part. He should have known better. Having had the experience that he, he had, that maybe he needs to be a little bit more involved in the football operations and less in the business operations that even if you're a CEO head coach, like you want stoner, like Dan Quinn's going to be, you can't just sit there and be like, Hey, you do your thing. You do your thing. And I'm just going to be the guy who gets in front of the microphone and has to say quarterback, you know, every other, uh, the deal. Okay. Dan Quinn's you can't be do the CEO that. Type. Is he? You don't think he's? Oh, he I absolutely is a CEO type. He will not. No, he's a CEO type. One hundred percent. I don't know. One hundred percent. I don't want that. I don't. Grump, grumpy old vets here. I, I've been trying all day to look for positives, yeah. and if you can give us a positive in the comment section for any of these coaches that we're going to look at, these candidates 
please. And Quinn has been the one that I've, it's so hard to find, but I think grumpy old vet here has probably hit it on the head. Okay. Quinn is well-respected throughout the league. Okay. So, so grumpy old vet says, I think Quinn would put together the best group of coordinators and position coaches out of all the other candidates that might be so. And that is going to be needed because this, this thorough and rapid process has not been thorough and rapid. We have been going <laughs> in a snail's pace. We've been missing every chance. And now you have head coaches who are already filling out their, their positions. Exactly. And Washington can't do that right now. They can't, they can't sit there and be like, well, I'll make you the OC and I'll do this because they don't have that guy here to be able to make that decision-making because you don't want Adam Peters doing it. You don't want Josh Harris doing it. You want your no. head coach to right. set up their team. And Quinn would be a hire that you can actually put here in Washington that actually says, hey, guys, come with me, and they will drop everything they're doing and come here to Washington. But yeah, right but now, aren't... there's no coordinators waiting for their buddy to get hired. That's exactly right. There, there's, there are guys getting snatched up for these jobs already. Mike McDonald already has agreements with who's going to be his offensive coordinator. So cross that guy off the list, whoever that is, for Dan Quinn. He's not going to get that guy. And same with all these other places in Atlanta and in 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 um, Carolina and New England. All these guys are filling out their staffs and they're they're plucking the best offensive coordinators or defensive coordinators in this case. So. You know, do you want Anthony Weaver as your defensive coordinator? Ah, he's going to probably stay in Baltimore and take over for Mike McDonald because McDonald's gone. But maybe you might have had that chance. Coach here, mm -hmm. he might be that. That's another one we're going to look at. He's a strong but, candidate here too. But just now. to kind of get back to Dan Quinn, I like him because he is a leader. He is. It's been. You said it yourself. Logan Paulson talked about it. Cool. Guys love playing for him, and they will do whatever it takes for him. And and you could say, yeah, his first go around wasn't uber successful, but I bet he learned a heck of a lot from that. And then you ask anybody who's been around him, Micah Parsons even said, "I'm going wherever Dan Quinn goes." Oh, he's just saying. That. He's just kind of he. I mean, he's not, but he's <laughs> saying that's how much respect he has for Dan Quinn. He's saying that yeah, so that way when his contract that. comes up, that you have yeah. to throw that just yeah, much, that much more. He, he so that coming. way, you, no. But, would be but awesome. listen, I like him out of all the guys that are left over. He's still, sorry, he's still, you know, an afterthought, basically. He's still not the guy that this organization wanted from the top. So he's all, he's all that cloud will always be over him or whoever it is that Washington decides to hire. That cloud is going to be, you weren't the first pick. It's going to be the Jim Zorn effect. It's not going to, you know, it's not exactly the same as Jim Zorn, but Jim Zorn was not the guy who was supposed to be the head coach. Literally right? hired as the offensive coordinator. Right. And then he a was week not or two supposed later to be the head promoted. coach. And we will always, and we'll always use that against him. We'll hold that against him. And that's why he didn't last but a year or two. I think he lasted two years and into his third. Right before they had to check in because he was never the guy they really wanted in the first place. So the, the rope is going to be very short for whoever it is, whether it's Quinn or Weaver or these other guys that we're going to talk about. Well, let's move on to Weaver as that is the one here 
that I personally would not see it as Washington and Harris and Peters were settling for. I do think this was one of their top candidates coming in. Did some of the other candidates leave? Because you got to do a thorough and rapid due diligence process, bro. (laughs) We haven't done that yet. Give it. It's no, no. I don't have an answer for that. Yeah, you don't. You don't. You you have a second in-person interview. If he was, our team doesn't announce anything when they're done or when they start. Right, but if he was the third guy on the list, then he should have been hired the second. Mike McDonald was announced in Seattle. Well, okay. you, we you, didn't get Ben probably, Johnson. Well, we didn't. We're going to get our third choice. Now you can spin it. You don't have to say it's your third choice, yeah. but you can say Anthony Weaver was our guy. Now it's like, well, we had two interviews with him already. Now if we hire him, it's just kind of we're settling. Well, Gus uh, Gus Bus, he wasn't behind McDonald. He was the assistant head coach and defensive line coach. He was behind McDonald, but. They gave him. He this, he, the, he, the, he was and hit okay. it on the head. Sorry, if, if Weaver isn't hired, Weaver will just stay in Baltimore to become the defensive coordinator. Probably, there, yeah. Right, he, and, would, and that would be a full time gig for him. I wouldn't mind Weaver, and here's why: I didn't know much about him until the coach Kennedy over, of course. But I did a little, little twittering, little research. He's a former <laughs> player for the Ravens and somebody else for two years. Um, why don't we just go the Dan Campbell route? Dan Campbell was a former player. Now he's a coach. He's had success. D'Amico Ryan's former player. Now head coach. He has success in the playoffs. Kevin O'Connell, former player. Now he has success most, in the playoffs. Most guys are former players. Most you know are. what I mean, but like, Not all. and I know the fan base when Dan Campbell was hired, they were like, what? Dan Campbell? Like this sure. dumb jock. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Why can't we do that with Anthony Weaver? Report JP Finley saying the people he talks to around the league and sources saying that they love Weaver. He's a you know high caliber guy, great leadership, you know, this and that, this and that. Probably knows how to build a staff, well respected around the league. Why don't we do that? You know what you just you know who you just uh characterized with all those things? Dan Quinn. No, stop it. Stop it. You did no everybody around. No, no, no. We've seen Dan Quinn in this position before at an organization, and it wasn't pretty. Nathan just said three out of five years was awful. Do we want to do that again here? Not awful. You lose 28 to three in the Super Bowl against the GOAT as part of that five years. I I think that deserves Super Bowl. You're just just kind of (laughs) tossing it aside that he led a team with Matt Ryan as quarterback, led that team. To the Super Bowl, Stoner. That happens all the time, but th- what doesn't happen all the time is twenty-eight to three against Tom sure. Brady in the Super Bowl. That doesn't hey, happen all the time. Kyle Shanahan, stop throwing the ball every down <laughs> when you're up twenty-eight-three. But no, that's but, what I'm saying. We've seen Dan Quinn in the spot before, and he was bad. He yeah. just had good coordinators, like you just it, said. It wasn't bad. So, so if he's hired here, who's going to be the coordinators? Because they're all getting snatched up. Well, all right. Same thing with Anthony Weaver. If we he might not know. Here, he might have people in his own back pocket that we he don't might. know about that he might have. There might be gems, but Dan, and Dan Quinn, Quinn might also. I don't know, I'm man. I'm going to counter everything you say. Dan, Dan You're Quinn, old I've already... school. That's why. You look, you, yeah, he, he might is. be older guys as coaches. It, I see that. He's got to stick right. with the old you know guys. Why? Come on, Trent. No, you I know that. I, I would have loved Ben Johnson. I would have loved Mike McDonald. I would have loved them, right? Because they were guys at the top of their profession in that you know on the offensive or defensive side of the ball right but i totally get not really wanting 
these kind of guys for this job because we don't know anything about Anthony Weaver. That's why we like him. Yeah. Because we don't know that he can fail yet or that he can succeed yet. It's why we love the backup quarterback because we haven't seen him fail yet until he gets in there. It's why we love Casey Tuhill until Chase Young got traded and he went out <laughs> down and he was Casey, Casey two sacks. Right. Right. We Casey loved Casey two Hill when he was the backup. When he, when he, he played 10 snaps, him. gets two, sna- two sacks. That's a yeah. wonderful story. We then he gets that. 50 snaps and you're like, wait, but then he goes <laughs> out there and he has to do it every Trust single me. play, every single game. And then we found out, Oh, you know, he's Casey two Hill. That's why we loved Taylor Heineke because he was no, he no, was a guy no. that we didn't know about Stunner. until he went on on the we, field. We, and we're like, we is doing oh, a lot of heavy fan, lifting fan, there. Fan base loved him because I was about to say Stoner has a mouse in his pocket there with that <laughs> week. Why, why did we love Sam Howell last season? Not this past season, the season before when he was a rookie, and we were all screaming for Sam Howell when, because we watched his college tape and he was good. Right, because we didn't know. What we now know. And then he gets in it. We all love the backup. We all love the unknown until it becomes known. That's why we love Anthony Weaver. Let's go get him then. Potential coach because we don't know. I'd rather do that. It's why we love Cliff Kingsbury. And it's why we love love all these guys that come out. And then then you put them in the position to be the guy and they can't handle it. So would you like Bill Belichick? If Bill Belichick was a candidate for us, would you would you agree with that? No, if it was reported that he was. I mean, a candidate? I think this Bill, his, the time has passed him by. He's seventy two years old. Dan Quinn is not much older, I believe. Check me on this. Not much older than old uh, Weaver. He's not that much. He's not. They're, he's not an not, old retread kind of guy. He's like fifty. 51, yeah. somewhere around there. He's not that old. We got to stop. 53 years is Dan Quinn. Yeah. yeah he looks much older. Belichick yeah. type. <laughs> he looks much He's older because of the. Carroll, Belichick, 70 something years old, Nick Saban. These guys, they're done. Their time has yeah. come and, and they're sure. done. I don't want them. But I like the Dan Quinns. I like the Mike Vrabel type. I like those guys who have had <laughs> success and it necessarily didn't work. But they're still super respected. And that's Ron Rivera. You're right. I don't care if he wasn't in charge picking the staff. How do you know Anthony Weaver's not Jay Gruden? Jay Gruden's not a playoff coach. Who does play with Jay Gruden? How do you not? How do you know he's not Jim Zorn? Jay actually had probably some of the better years here in Washington. Sands Joe Gibbs 2.0. One of the things to your point here, Stoner, that I'm going to counter a little bit. Okay. Is the amount of leeway that a, a Dan Quinn or a Vrabel will have here. If mm. they go, if they're five and 10 at the end of the season with two games remaining at that point, fans are not going to be happy with sure. who the head coach is. And they're going to want that coach out already. The animosity will be built in already from the point, the starting point, right? Yeah. You get an Anthony Weaver or uh, uh, Glenn out of Detroit, which I no. still haven't heard much of that uh, interview and how that's Deep been. Yeah. So, but you get somebody like that, a first time head coach, and they're five and 10 with two games remaining. 
and you start to talk about like, okay, well, the roster wasn't there or they didn't take a QB at two and turns out Sam Howell really isn't him or they did take a QB and that QB is still developing and there's a lot long, lot longer leash for a new head coach. So they get that, a longer leash for a first that, time. Head yeah, coach. that a retread yes. won't have. And yes. so if this roster is as far away as we're talking about it being, which is why we said that the Ben Johnsons and the Slowicks and the McDonald's didn't come here was because that roster is too far away. They don't want to be the, the, the coach that gets fired after two to three years. Mm-hmm. Then why hire a retread coach that's not going to be able to win this year? That might not be able to win next year because there's so many holes that have to be filled that you're not yeah. going to be able to do it in one draft process. Why not give it to a head coach that at least can spark look at DeMarco Ryan's out in Houston and then things just kind of come together there. Now, granted, they also have Sloak as their offensive coordinator and CJ Stroud just happened to be the best QB in his draft. So I get that there's a lot of things that have to go right for any coach that gets put here. Mm-hmm. But why well, put a retread in that position where failure Okay leads to a quicker firing than if you have somebody who's a new coach. Well, let, let me ask you this. Does he not get the leash, the longer leash, Dan Quinn? Or does Anthony Weaver get a longer leash from fans or from the front office? Are you saying that Adam Peters would talk about yanking Dan Quinn at 5-10 and 10 with two games left? No, you're not going to fire after one year. It's fans that would have a problem with it, right? And and when did did that ever factor into sort of the decision-making of the front office? It's not. I mean, it shouldn't, right? So fans are going to have the shorter leash. But do you really think that if Adam Peters signs Dan Quinn to a four-year contract and they start off five and ten, then he's going to start thinking about replacing dan quinn yes he would start thinking you, about it. he might not openly come out with the conversation and you could avoid even that whole state of mind if you don't hire dan quinn mm-hmm. simple as that you yeah. hire anthony weaver first time coach first time qb yeah. you get a pass so to speak for the first year second year you. You, should, you should see growth if we hire dan quinn and we get this Jaden Daniels number two and this free agent, duh, 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 and we're sitting at five and 12 or four 13 again, or missed the postseason. It's like, well, did we see this coming? Cause he did the same thing he in Atlanta when he was head coach, he had talent, but three out of five years was awful. Okay. So, so that's let why me I think shorter leash, like it's expected for Dan Quinn to, to do win it now. now. Yes. If we get Anthony Weaver, it's like, this kind of follows the vision, which also, by the way, we have no idea what the, Vision the is vision is right at we all. Don't. Maybe like Ben Johnson might have been cool, like with us as fans, because he was exciting with the Lions OC. But like, if he's not fitting what the vision is, we can't control that. We might yeah. be mad at it, but maybe Ben sure. pulled out because he showed one of his weaknesses that was pointed out in the interview or whatever around the league. And Mike and- McDonald, you know, same thing. Maybe that video that surfaced about the fan being like, "Yo, Mike, you want to be coming to the Commanders?" Maybe that rubbed him the wrong way. Like, bro, yeah. I just lost the AFC championship and I know I have an interview, but like I can't even get to my car without even asking answering a question about coming to the commanders. 
I mean, he was signing autographs. He was. He was like, I know, but you never, you never know. He knew he was gone in Baltimore. He just didn't that's know. That's the hard yet. part about this. We as fans and diehards have no idea what the vision right. is. Our vision is win and win now and look better. That's obvious. But when it comes from behind the scenes in the locker room, we have no idea, honestly, what a good culture means. We, do, I, I still don't because yeah. Ron, we preach it, Ron brought it, and now people say we still need to change the culture. It's like, well, what well, is the definition of Not just people, Trev. Not players. just people, but you had players come right. out and say, hey, so, we need to change the culture here. If the players, after four years, and that was your sole job was to change the culture, are saying, right. hey, we need to change the culture. Maybe you didn't change the culture in the way that you wanted it to. Exactly. And like, what is an NFL, what is an NFL locker room culture? Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Who's to say the Bills don't have the same problem as us? They're just better covering it up or the Chiefs, or the always winning. Like, what is a good locker room mm-hmm. culture? How can we How can we get it here to Washington? Yeah. One thing I've left up quite a bit here so far is Gregory's comment, trust in Peters. It is interesting yeah. to That's see fair. how a large portion of the fan base, and I know we've done our fair share of complaining here on Ref the District, but we were so in love with the Adam Peters you know, GM selection. We got the number one guy, the hottest name out there. We were very excited and we're like, we're going to trust in Harris. And we know that he's going to do the process like Philadelphia did the process uh, in the NBA. And then we get Peters who's, who has a hand and two teams making it to the Super Bowl has had long success in the year and in the NFL. And we're like, Hey, we're going to trust them. And then all of a sudden our candidates, and Stoner's going to say they were that was their candidates as well. They yes. go out the door. Now all of a sudden we we've lost faith. And it and I saw that it, somebody had earlier said that it's an inauspicious okay? start to the gym. And it is. It's okay. it's something that you've kind of you seem like you fumbled the bag here. Now now people are wondering are you going to fumble it in the draft? Now if you take you know, Jaden Daniels at two instead of Drake Mayer. People are going to be like, oh, you took the wrong QB because you took the sure. wrong head coach. All these ca- questions start to get seeding. So, Stoner, why, how can we get back into trusting Peters and Harris? Well, that's kind of where the whole PR work comes in from this team. And some people think that they don't need to win the PR game. 100% they need to win the PR game. Whoever that coach is that they decide to go with, they ab- absolutely have to somehow convince us that he was their target all along and that they were just doing a thorough process, that they wanted to interview absolutely every single possible candidate once or even twice to figure out that this guy emerged from all of those interviews. Let's just say it's Anthony Weaver. Anthony Weaver emerged as the guy we had to get. And so, Once that became abundantly clear after all of these different interviews, that's when we decided to sign, you know, offer him the job and he took it. He's got the job now, but they have to do that. And then that will get us back. And Adam Peters is going to be able to do that. He's going to be able to get in front of a press conference and convince us of that very, um, uh, of that, uh, very point that he was the guy all along and we love this guy, but we do have to trust him. And one of the things that always has stuck with me about Adam Peters first press conference, when they asked about a coach and he said, I want a leader. 
I want a guy who's going to be a leader of this team. And so that's going to be very important. And I think maybe that's why I don't, I don't think this goes with McDonald, but with Ben Johnson, he's not, he's kind of not that type. He's not the alpha in the room. He's not the guy who sits there and, and commands a room when he's in there, he gets in there and he talks to his guys and he works with them and he designs great plays and he, He's a great communicator and all this other stuff. More like but McDaniel's out in type. Miami. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's yeah, not like, a guy who will who will command a room when he walks in and you notice him. Like you Dan know, Campbell. If Dan Campbell walks in a room, the air gets sucked out of the room, right? Because everybody knows Dan Campbell's in the room. Right. If brought if uh uh Ben Johnson walks into the room, it's like, <laughs> oh cool, there's that dude who walks in the designing place. Or or I'll even kind of put it over somebody who's super successful and he walks into a room and he doesn't suck the air out of the room. And that's Andy Reed, Andy Reed, one of the greatest coaches of all time. He's not an alpha. He's a guy he's lovable and people like to be around him and he's a great communicator and he designs a great offense and he's great at, at figuring out how to get his team to super bowls and win super bowls. But he's not that leader type. He's not that guy who, commands a room when he walks in and everybody's kind of like, Ooh, Andy Reed's in the room. No, they're like, Oh, like there's that Andy Reed. And they go up and they kind of punch him on the shoulder and say, Hey, what's up? And he says, he looks at you and goes great googly moogly or something like that. <laughs> and, right? and they got to hide Campbell their nuggets and all face. that stuff. Yeah. Right. Well, you go up to Dan Campbell, he, he might punch you in the face and say, leave me alone. I got a game to prepare for. And it's just different styles. And that's what uh, Adam Peters wants. He wants the guy who's going to command a room, and that's who he's looking for. I mean, that's I what he's voiced, to you, at least. Yeah. That's I don't know doing. if I can fully say I trust Adam Peters right now. He just got here. Okay. Yeah. I saw the comment about Senior Bowl. He's out there. He's a GM. If he's not out there, that's a red flag. He needs to be out there. Whether he's somebody's turn is out there or not, he needs to be out there. Sure. That's part of the duty. I trust Josh Harris to this point because you went and got your top guy. Adam Peters mm-hmm. that showed me like, Hey, you, he's also you not the former guy. Time. So, I mean, he's already right. starting. He's that's, you know what that's, I mean? yeah. that's essentially the the thing where you're starting on third base and you're going to, you, you hit a yeah. triple, but <laughs> right. But yes, we know what he did in San Francisco because we watched, we watched the NFL watch games, but we really don't know how his process went about to get to where it is now. He just sure. got here. So we, I don't know if, the, like if he hires a head coach, I'm gonna have to roll with it. Like you said, it doesn't mean I, I trust him fully, but I have to roll with it. The way he drafts, the way he spends money in the off season. After like a year or two, then maybe I can start seeing how he does things. Then that way I can figure out if I trust him or not. But right now, like you said, we just kind of have to. But I don't. I'm just I'm excited because he comes from success. But I want to see. I don't know how he went about it. How long it sure. took. Like like you said, we might not draft the quarterback this year, but the next year we might. We really don't need like I don't know his draft. Da, 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 da. You, I mean, it's just yeah. And tough. you said something so, earlier, Trev. You were talking about how you know you don't know what a good culture is in a in a locker room from the outside because we're all outsiders, right? Yeah. It's the same situation here. What we don't know is what has gone on in all of these interviews. We have no idea, not a clue, specifically what Peters is looking for and specifically who he's going to end up with who these coaches are right so we have to be able to trust him 
until he proves otherwise. There you go. Okay. We, we don't. We all wanted Ben Johnson. We all. Why? And, and I talk about this all the time. The familiarity uh, theory, right? We all wanted Ben Johnson. You know why? Because everybody told us we were going to get Ben Johnson. And then we looked at his offense and said, well, that's awesome. Right. What if, mm-hmm. for example, I'm just, I, I'm trying to throw something out there. Um, who's in the super same. What if Kyle Shanahan, the rumors were that he was tired of San Francisco and he wanted out and he wanted to come back to Washington. Well, we would all love Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan, right? right? Because everybody yeah. told us he's coming here. And then we look at his track record and we say, he's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what happened with Ben Johnson. We have no idea about Ben Johnson. No. If that's what Adam Peters wants in a leader for this team. So we have to trust him at this point. We have mm-hmm. to, until Adam Peters proves otherwise, we have to trust him because we have no idea what these coaches are going to be like. Talk nope. to me in three years. If we right. haven't started turning the corner in three years with yes. whoever he decides, then the that's honeymoon's I mean. over and I'm going to start yeah. screaming at Adam Peters. That, there's that leash go. and leeway. Right. That that's about what I'm earlier. talking about. So you, you got something. If that. after three years and we're in the same boat or close to it, I don't think we're going to scream at Adam Peters. Yeah, we right? are. Yeah, absolutely. But right but now, we're just going to have to ride the cold coattails until we want to stop yeah. riding the coattails. For now, we Super Bowl gotta, or bust in three uh, years. That's what I'm hearing there. Yeah. Uh, moving along the, the coaching carousel here as as to, we talked about the two that are probably the top two candidates right now. One yeah. of them, I think, is very close to it. Maybe not in Trev's eyes because when – I mentioned Aaron Glenn earlier. He scoffed at it. But Aaron Glenn is one of the top three candidates. There's a fourth who we're going to get to in a moment as well. But why do you not like Aaron Glenn as a potential head coach candidate for Washington? I just, he just, there's nothing about me. Like Stoner says, I don't see him walking into the room and the air gets sucked out or people are like, Aaron's here. He was well respected in Detroit. A lot of people say that he's more respected than Ben Johnson in Detroit. Former player there, uh, Trev, right? Yeah, for the Patriots. So he knows how to uh, winning culture. But at the same time, it's it's he's a DB, former DB. Um, the biggest knock on that DB, no, uh, by the way, I forget who shared it. I think it might have been Disco on Twitter. He happened to be the DB that Santana Moss torched. And yeah. the uh, Monday Night Miracle. There you go. We don't need nobody touchdowns. to get <laughs> oh, so, like, Yeah, for the Cowboys. Yeah. So that was that was the Aaron Glenn. That was yeah. probably my favorite moment to see today. Was the uh, Santana Moss two touchdown game for Mark Brunel, and it was Aaron Glenn who he was torching. He just strikes me as someone like like the like the Marvin Lewises, like mm. the the Jim Caldwells, like the you know like. The, the Tony Dungeons and, and his lady, the Joe Barrys, like the he's a defensive quarter from Detroit. I, how was Detroit's defense? Was it great? Was it good? Was it? They were much better than last year, but they were middle of the pack. Okay, just so last year, kind of like how it is here until this past year, year really but you know what I mean. Yeah, so like I'm just going back to what Stoner said. Nothing about him wows me. Nothing about him mm-hmm. says you know. That guy would be a great head coach one day. Like he hasn't shown me anything in the league out in his in his position that he deserves that outside of well, 
a couple of players like him better than Ben Johnson, and he's well-respected. A lot of people are well-respected within the league, but they suck as coaches and coordinators sure. and, and, you know, so Brian I don't very, really, very I don't really, respected. yeah, I don't even really count that as a, as a quality or a trait for a candidate if he's well-respected. I mean, to me, you come, Dan Campbell, was he well-respected in the league until he became a winning head coach? Not really. They were the laughing stock. It's like Dan Campbell. He's a big dumb jock, but he came in and said he's going to chew off kneecaps. Yes. And mm. now look, that resonated within the locker room, and look what the Lions did. They almost went to the Super Bowl. So, yeah. Aaron Glenn, he's fiery, but where? Every time they show him on a sideline, I mean, I know a sideline, but he's just. Uh, well, you know, you remember two yeah, years ago. Uh, remember two years ago, the Lions were the Hard Knocks team, right? Yeah. And that's where everybody. Yeah kind of fell in love with Dan Campbell, right? And, yeah. oh, by the way, uh, Ben Johnson, I don't even know if he was <laughs> a part of know, the season. I think he was the pass up. game coordinator, I think, is where he was. In, he in wasn't, that year? He yeah. wasn't the offensive coordinator for them until last year. You, he's had two years of it, but I was thinking, I yeah, during the hard knocks, I believe, I'm almost 100% sure he was the offensive coordinator. But he wasn't featured at all, right? But Aaron Glenn was, and I saw a lot of Aaron Glenn and kind of watched him. And I was, I was not super impressed, but again, I'm not judging him on his X's and O's. I'm not judging him on how he is as a leader. I'm not judging him on on those things. I'm just kind of watching him uh, goof around with Deuce Staley, who was the running backs coach at the time. And they were, and I was just kind of like, that's not what I want for my coach. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't, my coach, I want my coach to, be like a Dan Campbell. Sorry, I, yeah. that's the kind of guy like I know. You I mean, want to get punched in the face, Stoner. We get yeah. it. No, a guy who is focused all the time. And and mm-hmm. I saw a lot of goofing around with Aaron Glenn. I know Dan Campbell goofs around, but it's just that but, perception mm-hmm. that I got. Yeah. That, that's kind of why I don't really want him for head coach. It's yeah, it's just not, that's me too. I, I'm with you, Trev. Doesn't I'm do anything for you. I I will say course. that. When you're talking about him being a coordinator, you're talking about the bad defenses and everything. That's that sometimes doesn't translate because you can be a great defense like McDonald and Ben Johnson, great coordinators, mm-hmm. and they might not end up being great head coaches whenever yeah. Johnson does decide to leave Detroit there. So that's not a one to one. We've seen North Turner, who was a fantastic offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. You cannot take that away from him. He has been successful pretty much every stop he's made as an offensive coordinator. He's a terrible, terrible head coach. Sure. Okay. What? And you've had yeah. coaches that haven't been successful in the league as a coordinator who get that mm-hmm. head coaching job and then they become successful. It takes different things when you're talking about being a coordinator and where you're being, when you're being a head coach. Yeah, and if you're looking for stoner, that leader of men type thing, you don't need to pay attention to those defensive stats. Now, maybe Glenn didn't excite you, but that could also have just been the cameras focusing on the story that they wanted to sell, the Dan Campbell story, the new uh, player story. So the Ben Johnson, by the way, was the uh, offensive coordinator last year. And he was a passing game coordinator the year before. So hard knocks was 2022. So that would have been his first year as offensive coordinator. Yeah. So uh, having freshly gotten that, he probably wasn't very vocal and very visible. Plus you got to think who did they take with their top pick that year? 
Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, right. Okay, so you're going to focus on him in the defense <laughs> a lot more than you're going to focus on the offensive side of yeah, the sure. board. Yeah, so there's a lot yeah. of factors that go in. That's that may be one of the worst kind of um, reasonings is to say I didn't like how he came out. I came off on hard knocks because that's so but not I mean, what they are. But that's but, just the but, perception I got from him. Yeah, I mean that's fine because we did it with Jay Gruden with the purple nurple of Deshaun Jackson. Sure. We don't want to see that. We we just got blown out on Monday Night Football, dog, by the <laughs> Eagles, and you out here doing purple nurples inside the bubble because it's raining outside. No, we don't want that. And that's what Aaron Glenn, that to me is like a Todd Bowles. Like if we're if we're on a six game losing streak, I just see Aaron Glenn being like, Yeah, well, you know, very muted. Of, yes. Okay. Yeah. Like how Todd All Bowles right. is. No, I just I want animation. Cool. I want to run through a wall. Put fear in me a little bit. All right. Scare oh. me a little bit. But it's fun my a little bit. funny you that you should caps. You want to punch me in the face. You know, I, I don't know. Rip funny that you should mention that, Trav. You want that fire in the EB baby because locked on law here. He's, he's not, he's not muted at all. Uh, he said very early here at this point, I hope they named bill Belichick head coach and Eric being the offensive coordinator to keep both and keep both Marty's around just so you can sit back and watch heads explode. And it really would, but, I don't think Bill Belichick's coming here anytime soon, but Eric Bieniemy still in house, still that fiery coach that people loved when we had all the hope in the world. Didn't love so much after a three win season. So Stoner shaking his head already. Yeah, Tell me it. why Eric Bieniemy, the fiery, punchy in the mouth type coach, doesn't deserve a chance here in Washington. If he wants to be the head coach, but not the offensive coordinator. You might be able to convince me of that. But I saw 17 games of his offense where he designed everything. He coached everything. He called every single play on offense. No thank you as an offensive coordinator. If he wants to be the head coach, you could probably talk me into it. Bring in a, um, a Mike Kafka. Bring in a, a Kubiak. Bring in a... Um, any of these guys, a Brian Greasy. I don't, you know, I'm just throwing out names out there. Bring these guys in as the offensive coordinator and we'll talk. But not if he's going to be head coach slash offensive coordinator. Nope, nope, nope. And double nope. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen that's one of those things to where it's like we were so excited about Eric Bienemy because we didn't know we were yet. Really right? excited. And then he gets here. Now we know. We've seen that's it for 17 tough, years. No, thank you. That's tough. It's as what you want, Trav. That's a fiery head, head coach. No, I'm saying as far as a, a little bullet, as far as an OC, I mean, he was an OC with a talentless roster. I, I, I mean, it is what it is. I hate to be like that, but he was. He didn't. Keep around it, son. That's your job. Yeah, it's your job. But what if you can? You can't play for the players. You can only scheme so much. If they can, and Jacoby did run that offense look a little more efficiently. Yeah. Stoner, you, you, well. you run you run a top ten uh, restaurant bar in your city because like it's been like that. This year's staff you hire runs it to the to the ground. Is that a reflection on you as a business owner for the past ten years or just this past test, past t- past year? Yeah, you fell because your staff the, because your staff your players didn't perform your ex, your vision and your plan. Nothing you could do about it. You did after school, I mean, after work sessions. You did two-a-days, three-a-days. You did private events to make it happen, and they still couldn't get it, and you dropped out of the top 10. 
Is that yeah. a reflection on you or the or like as a whole for your whole thing? Or just is that really fair? Is what I'm trying to say. No, it's not really fair. So if you give this man the OC job with a good head coach and a whole different roster with some elite talent, and it had and we're still four and thirteen, then he can just get out of Washington as 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 a whole. But I'm not, I'm not really, really I'm not, I'm not willing ready. to take that risk. I'm not so wait a minute. Hold on. I'm not you mean to tell me, way. you mean to tell me, you rather take 53-year-old, 43 and 42, and a five-year head coaching record than somebody who was with a new team, a new organization, new roster, one season as offensive coordinator. You're ready to let him go, but you're ready to bring back somebody who lost 28-3 in yes, the Super Fred. Bowl. You're missing the point. Why? You're missing no, something I'm, here, Trev. Please enlighten me. Let help me You're find the point. You're talking about Eric Bieniemy as offensive coordinator. Anything, right? I'm talking about. Too. I told you I could probably get on board with EB as head coach. I can't get on board with him as offensive coordinator. Dan Quinn not is fair. not going to come in and coach this offense. He's going to bring in a guy. To coach the offense. So why didn't it? Why did it work in Kansas City, but not here? I can tell you why. Talent, talent for sure. Talent execution. And guess what, Trev? The rumors are out there. Where there's smoke, there's fire. He was not calling the plays, Trev. He was not the <laughs> offensive coordinator. And I'm not ready was. to give up on him as as offensive coordinator. I, I I'm ready to give up on him as offensive coordinator. Well, can, we don't necessarily uh, have to give up on him. Uh, we have uh, Gus cool. asking, would you be okay with giving him a one-year contract? He's no. actually under contract. As, as head coach? No. He signed, a, he signed a two-year He signed a two -year deal. Oh, he's staying. That, he's staying. Oh, EB wouldn't take a one-year head coaching gig. I don't think anybody no. would do that in the right mind. There's no, no success in that. So, so for him he has one more year as the EB. Yeah, I'd... I, 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 be you okay can't give with your head coach a one year deal. No, you can't do it. You can't do I would, it. I can't still do like that. him to be a coach. I'd take it's him over to... Dan Quinn and, and, and Aaron Glenn. Right I, now, I said I would take I would take EB over Quinn, but yes. that's that's again more to see the unknown and not the known. That that's really I mean, where that is. Do I think I, Dan Quinn could probably put up a better? I, I've said it earlier. Dan Quinn's got the best contacts. He's going to put together a strong staff. But Eric Benamy, we don't know what we're getting. We know that the offense didn't work out under Sam Howell. Thank you. But if he's and bringing a full-on Andy Reid offense hey. here, that's successful. Hey, Trev, you, you want uh, Drake May coming here and dropping back 50 times a game? Is that what you want with Eric Benamy as your offensive coordinator? You think that's going to work? You bring in my quarterback and you, drop him back 50 times a game and we go. Don't, work, we don't know. It works oh. for certain quarterbacks and certain quarterbacks. It doesn't. It doesn't work for five foot nothing, Sam Howell. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't Wait. work when you can't uh, see over the line to throw the ball, bro. Of course, it's not going to work. But if you got yeah. some stature back there, who knows? If you got some athleticism back there, who knows? I, I hate Sam Howell had it, but like, come on. It I was about to say, the athleticism, Sam Howell proved to people that he had that quote-unquote sneaky athleticism, right? The kid yeah. could move a lot better than what people originally were thinking he could do, yeah. mainly because he had that MJD bowling ball technique where he just kind of bounced around a couple people, got some yeah. free yards like that. Yeah, I'm uh, just not, but 
Who else? We're, we're not here to talk about. Who else? What? Who else let's what? let's move on. I'm, These I'm are getting... the top four head coaches. We are going to move move it along here. Oh, we don't. There's no more. That no. those are the top four. So now well, let's we... briefly talk about who might still be available. I know okay. you want Vrabel. Tallman here from from oh, Twitter no. said, "What about Ryan Kerrigan? What other names are we missing? Ryan Kerrigan probably not there. I saw no. Mike Loxley, who's the Maryland head coach. Yeah, right." Uh, yeah, that's uh, not hey, happening either. But I mean, this is what crazy. I want to talk about. Who are the long shots? Well, well since we're being crazy, what's Clinton Portis doing? Uh, <laughs> what are we talking about, Ryan oh, Kerrigan? Brian Green. Bring Cooley back. Yeah. Make Cooley the tight ends coach. What? Hey, what about Logan Paulson? He's he's pretty. Someone smart mentioned that him. in the comments. I'm good yeah. on that. Um, I mean, there, there are guys. The, the guy. Yeah, here's yeah. the problem. There are guys kind of who are are coaching next weekend right in the big game are we allowed to call it the super bowl there are guys who are coaching over there the the steve wilkes the spags right those are those are two guys uh that we know for sure right but again that would look even worse on the team if guys who weren't even they didn't even talk to and when they had a chance to talk to him on Zoom, yeah. and when they had a chance to talk to him during after their first game, and they yeah. didn't, and now they start talking to him, that's why that's I don't think you can bring in those guys. But other than that, I I think this is what what it's come down to. And Vrabel, we haven't talked a lot about. He was always number two on my list after Harbaugh. I I I love Vrabel. I thought mm. he kind of was the scapegoat there in. In uh in Tennessee, Tennessee. but he never had a quarterback either. He had Derrick Henry, and that made Tannehill look a little bit better. But I mean, he just never had a quarterback there. He traded AJ Brown too. What could he have done? Yeah, what could he have done with a real quarterback and AJ Brown over there? So I would be all about Mike Vrabel, but and maybe they've talked to him. Maybe that that's another that's a guy who's kind of not on their list of finalists. Has been reported. Yeah. The finalists are what? Aaron Glenn, Dan Quinn, Anthony Weaver. And right? they're going to be to me. And no, he's not. He's not being listed. Labeled he's not being as a out finalist. There yeah. As a finalist. The only finalist list is Weaver, Glenn, and Quinn. Quip Kingsbury is out there. But they have interviewed, <laughs> of course, they have um, interviewed Eric Bianami. But they have not, as far as we know, they have not interviewed uh, Mike Vrabel. But Mike Vrabel, I could get on board with that 100%. I'll definitely take him over Dan Quinn. I okay, do think cool. both of the records there. are a little bit there. You can get me yeah. on that mm-hmm. one. I'm still in the Anthony Weaver camp. That's where I sit. I like Stoner, that. you're Vrabel slash Quinn. Vrabel one. Vrabel one, Quinn two. And, Trev, and where do you sit now? We probably Weaver. Three. I'm gonna go Anthony well, Weaver number one. Top three. Oh. And then outside of the candidates, Verbal is my next one up. But okay. As, out of the four, I'm going Anthony Weaver. Let let me see in the comment section for those watching us live right now. Where do you stand? Who is Correct. your number one coach for the Washington Commanders out there? Uh, Nathan Perry might do a great job. My last name, however, is P A R. Right. I don't have. I don't. I know. I don't have it up here. But uh, I, oh, give, by I, the way. I give Command Delorean a pass. I was in the military for 20 years. I wore my last name on my chest 
and people who worked next to me for three years would still spell it wrong. You would, you would email me and my last name's in my email and you would have (laughs) to find me in the global, the email list. So you'd have to spell it right there. And then the first thing they do is Master Sergeant Perry with an E. So I forgive you, Commander Lauren. I'm just poking fun uh, a little bit there. By the way, Nathan, our our Twitter poll, which we put out a few hours ago on uh, Weaver, Quinn, Biennemi, Vrabel. Those Mm. are the four. I didn't put um, Glenn in there. But nobody's running away with it. 35% for Vrabel, 34% for Weaver. 18 for Quinn and then yes. the enemy with 14. Quinn ain't coming. So well, there's, nobody, there's nobody running away with it at this point because, because the two guys that are the three guys, really everybody wanted, which was Ben Johnson, Slowick and McDonald, they go. So now we're sitting here. We're, I don't want to say the term that we were talking about uh, before the seconds, right? Yeah. It's not too cleaned up. It's no, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Stoner, Stoner and I very much we nearly called this sloppy seconds, sure. and then we were like, we're, we're like, ah, oh, maybe we should EP vetoed that. Oh, uh, Joe Gibbs is a fun one. Yeah, EP came in and was just like, no, you can't, you can't do that, can't do that. Looks like mm-hmm. Weaver is the the hot name here for us, Again, but maybe not why? as hot. He's the unknown. He, That's the maybe best not part. as hot as uh, as Mike here with the ten dollars super chat and hey. uh, coming in. <laughs> Uh, what is the vote this week? Who do you think they will get? Not who you want. So Dan who Quinn. do you think they will land? I Dan think Quinn. Quinn's probably the front runner. Yeah. No, I, I, because here again, another crackpot theory of mine, right? Mm-hmm. Remember when uh, Nikki Javala got the photo of Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn the airport, airport. Yeah. standing in line, right? Uh, to go to board his plane back from his interview. Yeah. while the rest of the Washington brass were getting on their private jet to yes. go to Detroit to talk to Ben Johnson. Yeah. That, that to me said, uh, you know, that was like kicking somebody out of the house, like go away. We got more important things to do. Right. Cause why didn't yeah, they talk, to, movie, uh, talk you know, to Mitch rails and yeah. somebody else. Or, or just, or just <laughs> you know? like, you're not, you're not to the point to where we're going to give you a yeah. private jet ride back home or set something up for you. Sure. So that to me tells me they weren't really enamored with Dan Quinn. No, they definitely told right? him, go talk to the receptionist before you leave to validate yeah. the parking. Yeah. And yeah. went, went, went out their way. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. So, what happened. Sure. So my, so that's kind of my conspiracy that they weren't blown <laughs> away by the Dan Quinn interview. So now to save face, because that's out there, because Nikki J got that photo of him yep. at the airport that's out there. They have to save face. They have to take Weaver and they have to spin it to say, this is the guy we've wanted all along. All this other talk. You never heard from us that we wanted Ben Johnson. You that never heard very from true. us that we wanted uh, Yo, that's true. Donald, right? That's we come true. out, we say, mm-hmm. we wanted Anthony Weaver all along, but we had to do our due diligence. You know what? Anthony and Weaver is the guy. That make another thing I noticed. Our organization never tweeted out. We just completed our second in-person interview with and a graphic. We were the no. only team with the candidates. That were watching. I, I definitely think some you know of the other mean? teams did. Yes. Like everybody else was like, we just finished uh, talking to Jim Harbaugh for the second time. Bill Belichick yeah. in Atlanta for the second time. They posted this picture in the graphic. Washington didn't post a single thing about 
when the interview was done, what right. time it started. It was just but Tuesday they did night or Monday it. day. They did, but the but organization say right, we completed right. it. Like right. I didn't even know because supposedly McDonald was supposed to meet what Monday night. I didn't even know he what time or when it ended. And then like yeah. Dan Quinn. I didn't know until Nikki J posted the picture. Like, we don't know when these are taking place. Right. They're not announcing. They're so not leaking anything, man. Oh, that's. And also, They're... somebody brought this well, up. If Quinn, was, if Quinn was the choice, would they have let him leave? If who was the choice? I mean, Quinn. they let all the other ones go. That's what I'm saying. So, like, all the ones who are getting hired don't leave after their second interview. Right. That... Right. Right now, they could still come back to him. Right, but I don't but think he was their guy. I don't and think so. He was I their think guy either. I think that plays into it. There's a public relations thing in here that they can't go out there and they can't say Dan Quinn is our guy and we wanted him all along. Really? Well, so you win, just winning cures all. That's the best PR you can have is winning. And yeah, Mike was winning we, with that uh, ten dollar super chat. There. Too. Appreciate you, Mike, for that I mean, one. But, yeah, I, I I think it. I would like Weaver. I think that Quinn actually still might be there. Uh, we had Virgil and Garage Gym Life kind of ask a similar question here. Guys, if they ain't got nobody uh, or got somebody always lined up, why would Peters go to the, sig- uh, the Senior Bowl by himself? Garage Life, same kind of thing. Why is Peters at the senior bowl if they don't already have yeah. someone lined up do you think that's the case is they're just having to work out the deal at this point i i mean at some point though you have to say who it is so why if i, I agree with that question i kind of that makes sense to me if he's off doing his own thing now at the senior bowl and doing what he needs to do over there which thank goodness i'm glad he's there and doing that but you haven't hired a head coach yet. Okay. So that must mean you have somebody. But then my question is, well, why haven't you announced it? What's the Either you have somebody? Details? They or... always sign somebody and then get details later. Either you, you have somebody, somebody come or to you're agreement. just doing your due diligence as a GM for your draft later in the rounds. Because the senior bowl, outside of the quarterbacks, ain't got nobody like – you know what I mean? That's I mean, not true at I mean, there all. Is, I mean, there is, but like there's a lot of known. You don't hear about him until the senior bowl. Da, 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 sure. da, da. So maybe he's doing a due diligence because we have all those draft picks. So maybe he knows who we're going to take at number two, who he wants to take at number two, and they're not at the senior bowl. I well, mean, I, he has, if you're not there, would it look suspicious if he's not there? Yep. Yes. Well, you oh, could absolutely. always just kind of say, right. well, he's trying to find a head coach. But senior bowl is really, I mean, we're going to talk it's about huge senior deal. Bowl, but that's where you find the Fred Warners and the George Kittles. Right, the, yeah, so maybe that's yeah. what he's doing. 40% of those gems. at the that's Senior Bowl I, that's are going I mean. to get drafted. That's what I mean. Like, you find the gems at the Fred Warners, the, the Brandon Ayukes at the Senior Bowl. But the flash and stuff that you hear all year, they don't go to the Senior Bowl. They don't go to the East-West. They just go Oh, yeah. The You're not going to see a Caleb Williams yeah. at no. the Senior Bowl. He does, he's right. nothing no. to gain for that. So Adam Peters can be there without a head coach. He's just – Right, but What's, does that just mean looking that, around, just being there, looking around, doing his well? Yeah, job. I mean, all his subordinates are there, all his yeah. scouts and all that. But does that mean there. he has a head coach already? Yeah, does that mean he has a head coach already? If that's the case, then why are we at least the head coach? Why are we is still interviewing? The head coach searches, yeah. On if you knew you're going to the senior bowl this week, 
Why wouldn't you announce your coach? Why are you still interviewing? Why are you still getting on the plane to go interview somebody, whether they turn it down or not, if you know the senior bowl is this week and you have to be there? Yeah. So do you already have, like you said, do you have your guy and you were just interviewing because you were rumored that, that it got out that you guys were interested or people were doing research and figured out, hey, Ben Johnson has ties to Adam Peters. He's a candidate. And you just we just don't know. That's a very uh, good question. Listen, Why is he, I don't know. Yeah, I'm super <laughs> impressed with their ability to not let anything leak. Which is a good sign for how the season should come. Really right? good. It sucks and, for us because we don't get to sit here and say, you know, oh, Schefter said because, you know, we know that gives us content. talk to him. Yeah. Right. Oh, we'll find, we we'll find that us, content regardless. There was one thing that got kind of mentioned, and it's in the Senior Bowl aspect here. As to many people's surprise, uh, Peters isn't by himself in the Senior Bowl. In fact, his top personnel guy is there as well. In fact, Martin Mayhew staying with the commanders. We're going to be talking about that in the cool down. 